Hello everybody, welcome back for another week. I have been super excited about this episode for two months now since we recorded it. We're getting into some cool roleplay stuff, including some of Scrapper and a little bit of Morgana's background. I want to throw out a special thanks to Ozer in the Discord chat because he helped me with something that you guys are going to find out about pretty soon. And I'm pretty sure you guys are all going to like it and give him lots of love and appreciation for doing so. Who has brought up the barbecue to Chuck? I mean, Boz would probably mention it to him in text or something. I think probably what would have happened would be like, after the run, what Boz would have contacted Scrapper and like let him know that everything was cool, and he would have said, like, all right, let's do that barbecue, and Boz would have sent messages to everybody telling him it was on. Chuck would have sent a message back of, do I need to bring anything? Only if you want to. Okay. Bring your own beer? Right, beer. All right, then. It's now been about a week or so since you guys have finished the job, and probably your last time everybody being together, super awkward, people fighting, accusations being thrown, that kind of thing. I assume that everybody is going to show up at the barbecue. It's later that night, probably about 7 o'clock in the evening, and I assume everybody starts pulling up outside of Scrapper's Scrapyard. Mary Sue, I regret to inform you that over the past couple of days, Valentine hasn't been feeling very well and has been kind of avoiding you because he feels like garbage. Aww. My honey bunny's sick. Yep, he's not feeling good. Well, I should probably ask him if he wants me to skip the barbecue and go take care of him. He plays it down. He can't really get anything to eat right now anyway. This is something you've been looking forward to. You just had a rough patch with your team. You can't just ditch them because of that. They may not think it's that, but I don't want to be an excuse. There's dissension in the ranks. You've got to get it all fixed, huh? I mean, if you want to put it like that, sure. I'm trying to figure out how an ancient ganger would put it. He might not even know what dissension in the ranks means. Oh, he's not stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. She'll be disappointed, but she'll uh, go to the barbecue. Boz probably showed up at Scrapper's, like, quite a bit earlier. A couple hours, probably. Scrapper was probably too busy getting stuff ready, so she was just kind of, like, hanging around and drinking. Drinking. <laughs> and, like, you know, small chat, so... Were you trying to find out anything from him... Yeah, I mean, there is one thing I wanted to talk to him about, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get him, like, alone. Do you tell him you're coming by super early, or do you just show up super early? I think she probably tells him I'm going to be in the area. He will put you to work. Nothing super crazy. He will have his ramshackle smoker going in the back before you get there, but he's got to go out and get this or that, and you guys will go on a ride while that's automated doing its thing. Sure. So I imagine it as you guys driving back from getting some incidental snack-type food things. Maybe picking up bags of ice or something dumb. Advaz is, like, in the passenger seat, and they're just driving around. I don't think either of them are super chatty, but she asks, after a long period of silence, she asks, Hey, Scrapper, um, you know, I, I know that you've not really been real forthcoming with your, your personal life, but um, at least in in regards to your your career such as it was how 
how long were you in the game for? He'll let that hang in the air for a little while until he comes to a traffic light. Roll his shoulders back. 25 years. Boss raises her eyebrows. She just seems surprised. She also lets that kind of hang as she pulls a cigarette out of her coat. And... He'll let you smoke in the car. Yeah, I'm assuming he's the sort. She takes a long drag and nods, and she says, That seems like a really long time. He nods. I guess I've only been doing this for a few months, the most. And uh, <laughs> I can already tell you, like, I don't want to be doing this for the, for the rest of my life. 25 years seems a long time to roll the dice, you know what I mean? Lost a lot of people. Yeah, and I guess that's sort of why I'm in this. I mean, why did you do it? There's a lot of ways to make money, a lot of ways to live. I'm looking at the way you're living, and, I mean, you seem like you're comfortable, but it's not like you're living out of a palace or anything. What was it all for? This will be about the time you guys pull up outside of the scrapyard. He'll shut the car off, get out, and you guys will start unloading. As you guys finish bringing the stuff inside, I was young, full of anger, made some decisions that put me on a path put you on a path so you just sort of what path of least resistance was the easiest thing for you to do path of violence Buzz sort of like looks at him for a little while and she says I guess that's funny I uh that's the thing I like least about this job we had this job lined up the big one well I guess big for us and uh God, there wasn't a second that went by when I wasn't pretty sure I was going to have to kill somebody, and I was, I had steeled myself in every way that I knew how, and it, and it feels like I'm going to have to do this over and over again. And maybe it'll get easier. Maybe I'll stop caring so much, but 25 years, 25 years is a long time. And I just keep thinking there's got to be an end point for all of this. You know, orcs, we don't live a long time. And I, I think it's probably likely that I'm spending all this time trying to help these people make sure they don't get hurt. I think it's pretty likely I'm going to die doing this. But I guess I'm on a path, too. He'll pull out a jug, set down some cups, start pouring you some moonshine. And boss drinks readily. She's already had a couple of drinks at this point. She sits down. She just sort of, like, rolls her shoulders and, like, tries to relax a little bit. She says, I just didn't want to burden the rest of the group with this stuff. You know, they're all, (laughs) I guess they're kind of like you. A lot of them are excited. Some of them are having second thoughts, but it seems like everyone's excited about this, and they want to keep doing it. Seems like easy money to them, but all I see is, (sighs) I see a lot of pain coming our way. I don't know if it'll be me or someone else, but... This isn't it doesn't seem like a way to live, but I guess we do what we gotta do. And uh she lifts her glass, sort of in like a half toast, and says, You gotta celebrate the days where you're still alive and everything's still shiny. He'll hold up his glass to many more. To many more. Let's go check on that pig. Sure. Well so a little while ago, Pi, everybody you'll start showing up unless you guys got something else you wanna do. I'll let show up, show up. Mary Sue will be fashionably late. Uh, it's like end of August, beginning of September, so it's just starting to get a little on the sundown kind of side, so it's got that nice orangey glow. 
and you guys will be brought back into the scrapyard into one of the other back sections, kind of where you guys came and got the van that has since become the van. In the back, there is what looks like the trailer for a vehicle. But as Boss has been helping out and been around, you know that it has a motor on the one end with some poles that go through it on the side and a section in the middle for a fire that he has been opening every once in a while and smoking stuff inside of. Okay. You can see off to the one side, he has that little garden that he was working on. There's still some boxes and things from the Verdant Acres people around of fertilizer and plant growth stuff. I don't know anything about gardening. I'm sorry. So he did start a garden. Yeah, what you expect him to do. Too early for any of that vegetables and stuff to be grown and brought into the barbecue stuff tonight, so we had to buy those from somewhere else. Fire and Brimstone are very happy to see Boz, and they are super cute and adorable. Yes, but Boz gives hugs. Wonderful. Many pets. There is a little fire ring set up for a bonfire and a bunch of stuff to go with the bonfire nearby. There are some ice chests that have uh, some moonshine, some soy wiser, some mostly empty bottles of various other spirits. Table set up with the other kinds of junk on it. There's a 24-pack of Hurlg. Anything else you guys think might be here? Well, I will show it with some some food from that Mama has cooked. Maybe a chest pie. Some pies? Indeed. Oh, shit. Did Scrapper invite anybody else? He has not invited anybody else. So Richard is bringing pie. Balls didn't bring anything because she's a freeloader. She brought whiskey. Oh. A special kind of whiskey, or is this just rot-get whiskey? It's a very nice bottle of whiskey. Like, a very nice bottle of whiskey. Probably a couple hundred bucks kind of whiskey. Damn. All right. It's one of those things, but you know, we're at a party where you, like, bring a bottle of booze, you call it a gift, and you drink it all? That's sort of what's happening. Sure. Michael, are you bringing anything? Uh, I'm going to be bringing various bottles of alcohol and uh, a couple of cigars. How nice are we talking? Well, nice. I ain't seen Scrapper in a little bit, and I'll probably bring something for the mutts. Sure. Mary Sue, when you finally show up, what are you bringing? She'll bring a couple bottles of good whiskey. Probably spent about 300 total on that. And she'll bring some store-bought cupcakes. And her sunny disposition. Wow. Always. Okay. And last but not least, what is Chuck bringing? So actually, quick question first. Would he be able to take Grid Guide here? Yeah, this is a legit business, mostly. Chuck walk into Grapper's Scrapyard. A little confused about what's going on, but he has a couple boxes of what look to be cupcakes. A lemon cupcake with vanilla Italian meringue buttercream. Kind of as a peace treaty towards Mary Sue. Because she likes lemon. That was four hits on that one. The chocolate cupcake wick coffee Italian meringue buttercream got six hits. Um, it is fragging delicious. It is probably one of his favorite things he's ever made in a long time. And then kind of spread it out a bit in case people don't like desserts because there are some weird people like that he also brings some deviled eggs with jalapeno slices but he only got one hit on those so they're edible <laughs> poor guy Buzz eats them all <laughs> Chuck do you arrive with somebody or do you just kind of arrive on your own I think he would have messaged RC to hopefully try and you know pick him up RC will pick you up and then see you having another dessert and be non-plustered. 
when Chuck and Richard show up, Scrapper is going to look at Richard and then look at Chuck because he has never met Chuck before. And he is just giving you the up and down. You remember kind of what Scrapper looks like, right? Big giant troll? Yeah, big giant troll. He looks on the younger side. He's ten, ten and a half feet tall. If he could be a brick shit house, he would be a brick shit house. But I don't think they make shit houses that big. They also don't use bricks anymore. It's true. He will look somewhat judgingly at Richard and then back at Chuck and then back at Richard. Uh, you, you must be a, a scrapper. I'd shake your hand, but they're kind of full. He'll stoop down a little bit and put his big meaty mitt out, like a little flat table surface for you to put down, and then offer his other two fingers to troll shake you. So yeah, Chuck puts him down and shakes hands, and I haven't heard a lot about you, but pleasure to meet you. He actually prefers Mr. Scrapper. It's, it's, it's polite. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Scrapper. He just kind of shakes his head and gives you the head nod over towards where there's some chairs set up. And he'll take your offerings and go put them on the table over there with some of the other more snacky stuff. Yeah, check it out, Scrapper. Got some chess pie homemade. Yes. Straight from Mama. And then fashionably late, Mary Sue will arrive and everybody's kind of here. There is stuff out and about. Drinking is obviously happening. The ball is kind of in you guys' court. Mary Sue will put down the stuff she brought. She'll say hello to Scrapper. She'll wave to everybody else, but she's going to go walk up to Boss and kind of pull her aside. Boss is like in the process of pouring herself a glass, and she looks up and says, Hey, hey Mary Sue, okay. And she sort of like takes half of a glass of whiskey and walks after Mary Sue. Once they're off away, she'll pull out a data stick and she'll say, I believe this is yours and I don't think I need to hold on to it anymore. Buzz looks down at it and there's a moment where it kind of looks like she's not going to take the thing. She looks kind of conflicted, but she takes it and she kind of gives Mary Sue sort of a slow smile. and She says, you know, I almost forgot about this and maybe that would have been for the best. Thanks for looking after it for me. You're welcome. And I told you that everything would be fine and that I would return it to you. And if you need me to hold it again, you can always bring it to me and I will um, do that for you. Buzz grins and she clearly had a couple of drinks. So she's, she looks sort of cheerful and she, uh, puts an arm around Mary Sue's shoulders and gives her a quick little hug. And she says, thanks. I, I might ask you to do this again, but I, I think I'm going to get rid of this at some point. But until then. I'm glad I can I can rely on you. Baron Sue is a little shocked at this affectionate version of Boz. Uh, yeah. Anytime. I'm always here for you. Boz pockets the data stick and sort of lifts her glass. She kind of nods over to the vial. She says, it's a nice bourbon. You should give it a try. Oh, definitely. And let's, why don't we freshen up your glass and get me a glass. Buzz nods and she grins and she walks over with Mary soon. They do that. They do that. Probably worth noting, rare for people to see Boz drunk. Her being sort of like a little rosy-cheeked and cheerful is, is a little out of, out of character. Letting her braids down. Exactly. So, what's everybody else doing? I know RC's chilling down. We're just kind of talking. Say hello to everybody. Pet the doggies. 
the doggies are happy to see people and get loves. Mary Sue has never pet these animals. She doesn't go near. Also, how do they react to Chuck? I mean, Chuck's new. I don't think that they care too much about Chuck. They're probably pretty good with people as long as Scrapper's around. Yeah. They're guard dogs, but they're not, like, awful guard dogs. The dogs kind of linger around balls for the most part, unless somebody's offering them some sort of piece of meat or stuff like that. I guess since Chuck rolled for his his baked goods, I should roll for... Oh, that's... No. He's going to use a point of edge on his fucking barbecue. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you got about five hits worth of quality barbecue here. After you guys have all been there for a little while, Scrapper will get up and he'll get these big tong things, go into his smoker, pull the pig out, and start cutting into it to get you guys some pieces of that. The hellhounds are all over him when he's doing this, and he's throwing, like, oh, here's the one leg out of the pig, and throw that to the ground, and they'll go fight over it for a little while until the second one gets thrown. He will serve them up. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about before I move along to the next thing? You guys are supposed to be mushy here. How's everybody doing? Everybody in a bitter spirits now? Have we got some food? Got some perspective? Can, like, look at Mary Sue a little bit. So she'll have her little plate of food. She'll kind of be picking at it, not really eating a bunch. And she'll have her drink there on the ground next to her. On I'm perfectly fine, RC. Just trying to enjoy the, the barbecue and the, and the company of my friends. I guess we're all kind of like sitting around on these uh, lawn chairs. Is everyone kind of in the same spot? I think so. Yeah, sitting around the fire. I will be fighting to pull the dogs away from you. <laughs> so the thing is, Boz doesn't really eat. She, Whenever she eats, it's always very small, small amounts, and she doesn't eat often. She usually turns down food. She has a plate of meat and deviled eggs, and she's sort of picking at it, but she's most, every once in a while, she's just like throwing some meat to the hellhounds. Okay, now that's warfare. I can't, I'm, no, I'm eating the barbecue. Boz doesn't have an appetite. It's not a thing she has. But she looks over at Chuck, and how's, how's Chuck looking after seven days? He's looking better, kind of smiling and laughing at jokes. Seems to have leveled out a bit. She sort of sees that, and she she nods at him. Just sort of like a quiet nod, and she says, Looks like you're doing a little better. You thought about stuff? Well, tried not to, but... Hey, that works for me, too, sometimes. Yeah? Good to know. Yeah, really well. I mean, to be honest, I was looking at the financial stuff on uh, that I mentioned, so... Feels good to have some money for once. No, I meant how to hide it. Oh. That kind of calmed it down a bit. It's like, oh, okay, people do this for a living. This is how you do it. This isn't that. You know, creative accounting. So you think you got it worked out? I haven't applied it yet, but I'm feeling, starting to feel confident that I am capable of doing it. See, told you everything would work out. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. You know, if, if you're really worried about it, I bet you Scrapper could put you in touch with someone who really does know how to do this stuff. What are we talking about? Oh, I um, kind of ranted a bit afterwards about um, paying taxes on the money I just got. So, yeah. So, what are you talking about? He's trying to go legit, more or less. 
So he's paying taxes on his ill-gotten gains, which I think is hilarious, but, you know, it's the only way he's going to be able to keep living the way he wants to live. Who might argue? Yeah. I need to go back to school sometime, right? Finish my degree. Yeah, I guess you can uh, still go back to school at some point. But why, though? I don't know, maybe because he had a plan for his life and he didn't mean for it to go this direction? Does that sound exactly. familiar? A little bit. No, this was totally my long-term plan. It was, it's, I'm actually a, a genius. <laughs> Shut up, RC! <laughs> the first step is to hire an elf who's a giant asshole, and he will set everything into motion. Oh! Playing ten-dimensional chess over here, RC. I'm also trying to simultaneously describe to you my master plan while using my stomach as a plate. <laughs> So, R.C., where did Howard then come into all of this? Was he part of your master plan, too? That's what he said. That's the elf he's talking about. Yes. Aren't you paying attention? Paranoid, this elf he blames for everything. You can't connect the lines together. I think Michael thought that R.C. meant that you were the asshole elf, Mary Sue. What? Michael, I'm not the asshole elf. I'm also not giant or big. <laughs> and yet we still let you in the team so there you go okay I'll give you that oh my god so who's Howard um don't get him started on Howard please I can't hear another Howard rant this is a party or supposed to be I don't know if we can celebrate on the corpse of a dead elf wait, wait. is what? he dead nobody could be I don't know if he's dead you're just being a tease. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I propose a toast. And Boz lifts her glass and she says, to Howard's untimely demise. She takes a drink. Uh, here, here. Raise the glass, yes. I'll raise a glass. As we all look to Chuck. Okay. Sensitive subject, I guess. Raises his bottle. To Howard's demise. <laughs> Untimely. Demise. Untimely demise. Michael leans over to Chuck. Not so quietly. It's only a sensitive subject to RC. Oh, okay. No, this is all you because it all reminds you the time I was 100% right about everything. Remember? Hey, I was with you. No. Don't forget that. Hey, you're mostly with me. This is true. Yeah, see, I don't think you'd ever been 100% right. That does not sound possible. 100% right. I was actually more than 100%. I was 110% right. He was surprisingly right about a lot of stuff. I gotta say, even the stuff that I thought he was completely loopy on. Like this place right here, this scrapyard, he was 100% conversed just cause, just cause, just because of a phone call that he made. He was convinced that this place was some kind of den of iniquity. It was, I mean, it's not a den of iniquity, but it's, you know, it's it's definitely got it's got scrapper here. It's an outdoor clearing of iniquity. Scrapper has a plate that he's getting some of the desserts on when you call his business in his home a den of iniquity, and he just turns and looks over his shoulder like, "What the fuck did you just say?" It's my kind of den, though. It's all right. He gives you a nod and turns back. Mary Sue's eyes getting at their discussion about scrapper and den of iniquity, and she just kind of awkwardly looks down. So, I was a math major, not an English major. What does den of iniquity mean? Major nerd. <laughs> Scrapper will turn around with his plate. Yeah. What does a den of iniquity mean? Uh, it 
It means a place where nefarious deeds are done. And drugs are taken. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that what it... I don't know. I always associate it with, like, opium Let's just keep it at nefarious deeds and call it that. Let's not insult our host. I don't think he's insulted. There's obviously no opium addicts lounging around. What else Chuck eating, by the way? Probably halfway done his second plate of barbecue. He hasn't touched the desserts yet. You've had a second plate of barbecue. You're about to have some pie. You better get some mama's pie. I can't come back with any of it. Tell you that. Sure. And, I mean, you know, we're out. It's chilled out. It's pretty cool. You know? I mean, hell, we did one job. Yep. And probably dozens more. And you didn't ever go inside. You can sit at your desk. Hey, I use drones. That's usually what I'm trying to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Arcee, I think this was the first time you've been in the barrel before. You've always been kind of on the sidelines up till now. How'd that go for you? Oh, well, you know, I would have been afraid except for I had my excellent protector here. And I've always relied on the kindness of strangers and orcs. Boz grins, and she says, you know, I'm really grateful that we didn't have to break out the pistols. That would have uh, that would have made today I'll feel a lot less celebratory, i got to say. Yeah, especially after you fired off six rounds, you know, had to beat someone to death with those eight-pound paperweights. You know, I got more than two guns on me. I figure if I have to empty four, wait, no, five, because I had my shotgun with me, too. So five guns. I think we were would have been in more trouble. You possibly have a point. You possibly have a point. You know what? I just thought of something. It's not fair that I have the ability to sit out. I should go in with you guys sometime. I've heard of no. this, um... No. Well, just just wait for a second. Let me explain that. I, there's this new, um, this new augmentation thing that I want to maybe get where you can, like walk around while in VR ears or something like that so I could actually join you and I mean I've been planning on finding like a, a kendo dojo or something and practicing you know I could actually be useful I don't know Chuck when I went into there it was kind of intimidating I mean you know everybody's looking at you sideways and, and the cameras were everywhere oh my gosh there were cameras everywhere and uh I don't know if you really want to be inside when you can just do it from the outside. You're just going to be one more thing i got to worry about. Yeah, and while our kid, though, I could install a crown cannon, like, in your lower abdomen. Like, putting my hand in and, like, eyeballing this. That is a rather lewd. Don't turn Chuck into one of your drones. Stop it. We can rebuild him. Cooler. Less nerdy. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. Look, Chuck, I mean, think of it this way. It's actually, like, the benefit that you are outside when you're doing this stuff, because once things go wrong inside, you're not gonna have time to open a locked door when you're getting shot at. The fact that you can do that while things are going badly on the inside is really great. Yeah, if you get shot, it could just ricochet off of your metal back, like, into me. <laughs> Sure, but it's just, it's not fair. You're putting your physical life at risk, and I here I am, you know, I could be halfway across the world. Here's how I feel about it. I would like for us to put as few lives at risk as possible. Not the most amount of lives, the smallest number of lives. I don't want to be thinking about all four of you when we're inside and, and thinking, oh, if I make the wrong decision, all of my friends are dead. 
you know, at least if something goes wrong, it's just me, or it's me and somebody else. Or there's always a chance that some of us are going to make it out. If you're not inside, I don't have to worry about you. You can call that unfair, but it seems like a good deal to me. Of course, it's a good deal for me. It's just not good for yeah. I guess whatever. You're right. You're you're professionals. Uh, Chuck, I don't understand. You're talking about wanting to go back to college. Why do you want to do things that would make this kind of work easier? Why do you want to get more involved if you want to go back to college? Yeah, if you start showing up on cameras, I mean, you're sin. You can kiss it goodbye. You're right. It's probably just the booze talking. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment. You want to pull your weight. I get it. But don't undervalue this, the skills that you bring to this. They're very important, and we couldn't have done it without you. So... That's your fair share. Okay. So yeehaw. You just get some more collard greens and chest pie. So Scrapper, while you guys are having this conversation, he's been kind of quiet, but he sat down next to Chuck. And he has, in the process of you guys going through this, consumed the entire bit of dessert that he has gotten. He is very large, and his chair is very creaky. He actually brought out one of his chairs from inside his little house. He's going to lean over to Chuck and give you a, where did you get this? What, the the cupcake? He's going to kind of point to his plate that has the remnants of everything that you brought and half of a piece of chess pie. Oh, well, I, I made it. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, the key thing is I, I have this uh, store, um, grocery store I go to. They sell real food, not um, soy. And that's really the, the trick to behind it. He's nodding along. Oh, and if you can get your hand on free-range chicken eggs, they have a subtle difference in taste. The coffee meringue is delicious. Do you like that more than the pie? He'll end up finishing the piece of chess pie because he is a troll and he eats everything you put in front of him. But he'll be like, it's good, but you can tell that he went above and beyond on the You know, I think I think you should come with us inside the job next time, Chuck. I think that's what we should do. You should come with us. It's better if you see up close to see the things that you're doing that you're hacking. Don't mess with a boy's mama, I guess. Um I get that's a joke, but don't know where to take it. We have one of these things. I'm gonna cupcake. Sometimes it's better if you just leave it alone. I want, to, I want to eat the cupcake and be like, it's not even that good. It's just like the best thing I've ever had. Hold on. <laughs> like, I don't even like it. I don't even like it. Boz looks over at Michael and says, you've been pretty quiet. What's going on in that head of yours? Uh, it's just been a long time since I've been able to be around friends or back in some semblance of what I you know, used to be with. You haven't really told us a whole lot about what happened when you were out of the city other than you got attacked by some bugs at some point uh yeah well, long story short uh, went out there looking to get away from well you guys all know trying to keep everything away from you guys as well learn as I go along ended up tracking down my family I found part of them you know, my mom, sister and one of my brothers yeah they settled in okay uh, they're starting to that's good. You're keeping an eye on him. Yeah, John's having a couple issues, but, you know, that's boys, teenagers for you, I guess. Can't really say I knew it had any of the same kind of problems that he did. But, yeah, 
I met this old guy, uh, Lothan. He's an old troll mage that pretty knowledgeable, knew, knew a lot of stuff, showed me some things. He needed me to get a, I guess you would say, get some items from the demilitarized zone over there. So he hooked me up with a bunch of people, and uh, we went in there to get these said items out. Bugs are not fun, I will tell you that. The bigger they are, the worse they generally are. So if I never see another bug again, it'll still be too soon. Cheers to that. I don't envy you. I wouldn't have gone in there unless I absolutely had to. I was brave. What do they look like, Michael? Michael takes a puff of his cigar and lets it out slowly. Um, There's uh, several different kinds. That's the one that gave me, I guess, the source of my new moniker. Uh, that one had a couple claws to it. A lot of them were deformed, like almost as if you tried merging multiple things together. A lot of them had, you know, eight, nine legs, hair all over the place. The teeth were a different, definite problem. Uh, teeth? Do bugs have teeth? Pedipalps. Or, or would it be fangs? Pedipalps. Pedipalps are the curly teeth things that chew up stuff on the egg. They're external, like, jaw parts. Why do you know this horrific information? This is horrible. Boz. I did a parazoology degree. What do you want? You need to have more alcohol if you can still pronounce that word. That's not okay. Boz just lifts her drink and takes a nice big swallow. I think the worst ones were the ones that had wings. Because they would fly down and we had one of the guys. He had a couple drones just like what you had, RC. A little bit smaller, though. And we were in a firefight. And there was three of them in front of us. And then one of them came out of nowhere, just swooped down, grabbed him, and took off with him. Put us in a little bit of a pinch because all the drones ended up dying shortly thereafter. Loss of signal or whatever. How does that work, RC? Yeah, you know, they, uh... They need, to, they, need, they need to have a clear signal. I have to go pass them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's something else. It's definitely changed my outlook on what we have it here. You know, it, it's nowhere near as bad. I mean, out there, over there in the demilitarized zone in Chicago, you, you got, there's a couple things you got to look out for. You know, there's a heavier gang presence there and, the gangs are constantly running things through the demilitary zone, so you gotta look out for the gangs. And then the gangs are fighting each other, as dumb gangs will do. And then, oh, on top of that, you now have bugs. And a bug shaman. And yeah, no, nah, it just gets bad. I ain't a living. No thank you. Yeah. No thank you. Chuck raises his drink to never going to Chicago. I'll drink to that. I will drink to that. Raise our glasses. Scrapper will get it on that one. Michael raises his glass, but puts it back down. Does not take a drink. So this Lothan guy, was that his name? Lothan? Yeah. Is he, uh, you still in touch with him? Is he someone you can rely on still, or is that over? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can, I can get in touch with him, but I mean, I don't know exactly what all he can do for me out in Chicago when I'm over here in Seattle. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I still talk to him. He still answers questions and gives me pointers on new spells and the way that magic works. It's just good that you have someone like that, especially since, you know, 
you probably learned a lot from people when you were at Paradynamics, right? And kind of got thrust out into the cold a little bit in terms of magical information that, you know, six world stuff. It's kind of hard to get that information if you don't have someone to go to. Uh, it's hard to get that information and not get grabbed. I think is the more opportune phrase. Yeah, probably true. So it sounds like I missed a whole lot of, well, explosions at the minimum with me being gone. So you guys have heard a little bit about what I've been doing. What's this about Baker here jumping on a grenade and colleges and all that? So what's going on? <laughs> what did I walk back into? I'll let you explain, Chuck, because I I know. Well, um, you got uh, your comlink there. I can send you the vial of me doing it because I'm an idiot. Long story short, I guess we were in a stuffer shack and some Halloweeners showed up and started to rip the place apart. We got caught up and then a grenade got thrown and Chuck threw himself on it. God knows why, crazy bastard. Yep, I don't know why. I was, am, an idiot. I don't know. Still yet to decide. So Mary Sue's probably a little buzz right now, approaching drunk, been drinking. No, I don't believe that, Chuck. You had to have a reason to do it. Nobody just does it. Why did you do it? You didn't know, RC. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I think it was a mix of adrenaline and... I'm pretty sure you're well aware that I tried to ask you on many dates. And you turned me down a few times, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that's wrong. You're a free you were person. trying to impress her by jumping on a grenade. I like that. I think that may have been it. That's the only dumb, logical, doesn't make sense thing that makes sense. Chuck, how does blowing yourself up on a grenade impress me? It, all it does is kill you! I don't think he had a lot of time to think it through, if I'm going to be honest. I'm with Boss on this one. I have no clue. Just, <laughs> I, I've, I've told you, I've watched this clip at least a million times. I don't know. Like, it makes absolutely no sense. No, it didn't make sense when you ran out and then ran back in. You were out. I don't even know why you came back in. I know. We had this argument already. People don't always think straight <laughs> in situations like that. They just act. I mean, I get it. I killed a man that day, and I probably shouldn't have. I probably didn't have to. Boss, you killed a man because I was in trouble. He jumped on a grenade to impress me. It doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. And I agree with you. It is dumb. It's crazy. It's. And then I come back again making lemon cupcakes for you because to impress you. Do you guys want, like, some privacy? No, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. We're, no. Get up, we're walking, no. Mary, which is it, yes or no? Yes. Get up, Chuck. We're taking a walk. Oh, great. Just work it. Come back on better terms than you're on right now. It's a party. Try to enjoy yourselves. So we'll go walk a bit into the scrapyard to get away from everybody. So, Chuck, I, I know you've you, you asked me out a couple times. I, I understand that, and I, I said no. You were a tutor of mine. I just, I didn't think it was appropriate. I understand. I'm trying to get over it, you know, but these things take time, and I'm not going to push it. I think 
what I said here was a little too much, probably the alcohol speaking. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry for any stress I've caused you. Last week after the, me getting out of the car and whatnot, I, I was wrong. I was, you're right. You're. Chuck, you don't jump on grenades to impress girls. That's not how you impress girls. You're a wonderful guy. You, you're a great baker. You're sweet. You're nice. You don't need to do things like that to impress girls. I agree. I just, yes, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's never been easy. What's never been easy? Uh, women. That probably didn't, <laughs> women are the easiest. <laughs> just dealing with them. I've never been good with talking with them or interacting with them a lot outside of, you know, professional context. And I'm, yeah, I don't know. Chuck, you just have to be yourself. You're, you're smart. You're funny. That's Everyone all you need. Says just be yourself. <sighs> it doesn't work. I mean, what, before the Stuffer Shack incident, I was a big guy. You saw me. Uh, mm-hmm. That does not work with the ladies. Well, you don't want somebody who doesn't want you for how you are, so... I get it. I want someone who wants me for me, but when they don't want me at all, that just doesn't work. Right? It's not, you know... It makes sense. I've Part of the reason I want to... Find a kendo dojo so I can make sure I can stay ship shape, even though my body here is going to be fine with all the metal pieces. Right? It, I'm still, I want to push myself to be a better person so that people will, well, not people, women specifically will like me. Chuck, you want to better yourself, that's great, but it should just be for yourself, not for women. And if you want to meet some women, I, I have lots of friends. I can set you up on some dates if you want to do that. Well, that's just weird. How's it weird? I don't know. People don't set well, stuff dates up. All right, that's it. We're just going to set you up on some dates then. And then I will coach you and help you. And, and we'll do that. Okay? Uh, yeah, okay. Now that he's agreed, she's smiling. She's happy. Okay, so this is great. You work on you for you. I will set you up on some dates. I, I have several um, girls I know in mind. Um, how do you feel about dating gangers? Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, I just want to know which side of the track I need to choose. I mean, I've never dated a ganger before. I've never really dated anyone before. So you're not picky? I mean... Uh, you know what? We can discuss your type later on. And she'll go up. She'll give him a big hug. She'll give him a kiss. Not on the cheek. She'll give him a kiss. This is great. See, I, I feel we've we've reconnected. Everything's good. We're friends. I'm going to get you on some dates. We're going to work on you. And, you know, because believe me, you don't, you don't want to date me. Chuck's eyes bug out as the kiss happens. And kind of just in shock. He says, alright, if you are going to be doing that, you gotta stop. No what? kissing. Okay? We're friends, that's, that's... though. It's okay. <sighs> alright, alright, fine, fine. If it bothers you, fine, but you can't take hugs away no, from me. No, no. Okay. Sure. 
it's not the fact that it bothered me. It was I enjoyed it too much. Oh. Okay. Fine. Fine. Hugs. No kiss. Dates. Dojo. This is a plan. This is great. And no more yelling at me. Um, unless you're on a train track and there's a train about to come, I will not yell at you. <laughs> okay. You can yell at me if it's going to save my life. Fine. Sounds good. And she'll grab his arm and he can walk back. She'll come back smiling. Are you guys walking back, like, arm in arm? Yeah. It's dark and I'm drunk. Chuck is blushing very much. Okay. And Boz is in the midst of saying, and he came out with, like, a like a chainmail shirt. Can you believe that? Like, chain, like, like a knight. Uh, you can choose to hear that or not hear that, Chuck. It's up to you. And I made it myself. Buzz looks up and, and laughs. And she says, really? That's that's actually a pretty good job. Where, how, did, how did you do that? You got, like, blacksmithing equipment or something? Well, actually, you buy the, the links, the, the little rings. You can buy them online. And then uh, you just get a special tool for crimping and kind of like soldering, but a little different. And you just uh, do the right pattern. Uh, you know how, like, uh, little old ladies like to knit? I like to make chainmail. So it's like nerd knitting. That's great. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. That's that's actually kind of impressive you made that old thing. I made another one, because the old one blew up. Yeah, I guess it did. Yep. I'm surprised it helped you at all, to be honest. So, good work, I guess. I always thought Boss had the oldest school stuff and the most out-of-date equipment. Maybe the next person who joins us can have, like... You know, an axle addle? Possibly a bow and arrow? I mean, I want to start, you know, training at a dojo, so I might take up archery at the same time. It'd be pretty fun. When you mention dojo, Scrapper looks over at Boz. Boz just shakes her head. She knows what Scrapper's looking at her about, and she's saying nope. He gives you a small nod, as if your message has been received. Boz is jealous and greedy about certain things, and her dojo time... Is private, personal. She doesn't want to share it with anybody. Makes sense. And what happened to Valentine's? He didn't get to come because he's sick. Oh, shit. She's cheating on Valentine. Oh, my God. Nobody even asked where Valentine was. You guys don't even care. As far as I'm concerned, that guy's just going to get you into more trouble than he's worth. But if you're happy, that's not my business. Jesus. According to him... This guy's going to get me in more trouble than it's worth. Which guy? Which she pointed at Scrapper. Wait, what's this about Scrapper? Does Valentine even know Scrapper? Mary Zoo's just going to look at Scrapper. Uh. We've well, met. Yeah, you, you met at the airport, but. But he showed me some video? A violent one? Buzz raises her eyebrows. He'll straighten up in his chair. And he'll just let that hang. He's not going to deny it. Anything along those lines. It's just like, that's a thing. Mary should say, well, I tell you what I told him. It happened in the past. Nothing like that's happened now. And I'm not going to judge somebody by what they did years ago. I'm going to judge it by what they are now. Amen. I didn't pray, did I? No, but you were preaching. Oh. So, cheers, Scrapper. He will cheers you. Boz raises her glass. 
So does Mike. Indeed. Archie shall as well. We all got pasts. He will deeply nod at that and then finish off his hurlg. I'm guessing he's pretty much going through that whole 24-pack by himself. There's plenty of booze here, because I believe just about everybody brought booze or baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> There's way more food and drink than required. Alcoholics yeah. and diabetics. That's what we're yeah. <laughs> The food probably goes a bit more than one would expect, because you do have two trolls here. Yeah, but Mary Sue and, and Boz don't eat much. So. Don't eat, yeah. The trolls make up for it. Exactly. Yep. If you want some, he's not going to deny anybody from having some of his hurlg. Marisu will try the hurl because she's heard about it. <laughs> never had an opportunity to have any. Michael's having it. It's okay. No, she'll give it a go and see. He will stand a fair distance back from you as you go to drink this. Marisu is used to, to whiskey, but she does like pungent flavors. And I don't know if this would be considered more of a pungent flavor. I mean, if it's hot, it says hoppy, so probably more bitter. It's hoppy. More bitter? Okay. She'll probably take a swig of it, but then probably, like, scrunch up her face a bit, like, ugh. But then she'll still probably continue, because you can't go by just one taste. This'll get better by the time I get to the <laughs> So, I'm gonna put up a barrier real quick. Just from, from her direction. But she probably won't finish the whole container. She'll probably only do maybe half of it, and then she'll probably hand it off to Michael. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Finish that for me. little hand up. And then she'll go back to her whiskey that she brought, because she knows that's good. Mixing beer and hard oh, liquor. Oh, yeah. Can you just roll your body and willpower real quick? <laughs> You're sitting next to RC, right? Oh, here it is at the bottom. Hurlg has a robust and nutty flavor and is inflammable. So go ahead and take, like, four points of stun damage after a couple of minutes. When you pass the can off to Michael, which I imagine these things are, like, 32-ounce cans or something because they're for, like, orcs and trolls. The tallest of boys. Exactly. Scrapper will elbow Michael and give a little head nod towards Mary Sue and just shake his head like, oh, this, you're gonna, this is gonna be it. Yeah. Are we going for distance or volume? I don't know, but if she, if she throws up, that's a waste of good whiskey. I'm, I'm fine. No one's gonna throw up. His eyes get a little big, he just tilts his head like that. Ah. See how many minutes you last. after about 11 minutes after drinking this, you're going to get super buzzed because that's like the mildly hallucinogenic power of large amounts of nutmeg generates a terrific buzz. Uh, you will begin to suffer severe and painful stomach cramps. So Mary Sue's sick now. In a couple of minutes, she'll be sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like after sort of watching, I think Buzz does go just, just for fun, just goes and grabs one and just sort of like... <laughs> Smiles at her and takes a big long drink. Peer pressure by good time. <laughs> at some point, whenever, you know, Scarper's sitting around with everybody, Buzz sort of looks at him and says, So, Morgana, what's her deal exactly? It seems like we don't know a whole lot about her, but she's very invested in us in a way that makes no sense to me. 
first question I have is, how is Mary Sue feeling with her severe stomach pains? Well, it's like slowly creeping up and like her one arm is holding her stomach. She's listening to the conversation and just kind of swaying slowly side to side. <laughs> is this the thing where she's like sat down in one of the chairs and has got mm-hmm. beer to put on your stomach to kind of... No, she's in one chair, one arm is holding her stomach, and she's just slowly swaying, rocking back side to side. Scrapper will sit forward, put his drink on the ground in between his legs, rest his elbows on his knees. How much does anyone really know about anyone else? That's a cop-out, and you know it. I know. Yeah, boo. I mean, for instance, I know you gunned down a bunch of elves. Buzz raises her, her eyebrows again at that, and she's like, wow, and just starts to rub her face. Oh, Scrapper the Elf Bane. Were they ancient? I look, oh boy. They were! Some. Seems to me the ancients don't exactly have a lot of love for us Trog types anyway, so. Good. How many Trogs are they gunning down on a daily basis? Just out of curiosity. Now, you know what? I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm drunk at this point. Maybe this is not a conversation to have right now. I'm going to say something I don't mean. Scrapper's going to kind of maintain his pose while you guys are doing it, waiting for you to come to an end. There was a long history of a gang, an orc and troll gang called the Spikes. And they had a long rivalry with the Ancients. In order to get into the Spikes, you had to kill an elf. Needless to say, the ancients didn't take kindly to that. But that's not something for tonight. He'll shift a little bit. I used to run with Morgana. And then she broke the rules. (laughs) Of course she did. You're still on good terms with her, though. Seem to be, at least. One might say arms reach. I don't think that sounds all that uncommon in this business, to be honest with you. So what did she do? You know what? You're not going to tell me. You asked when you flew out of here for some advice. I did. Those are more or less the rules for this line of work. He'll look around to the rest of you guys. He'll straighten up a bit as though he's about to recite some ancient wisdom here. Watch your back. Shoot straight. Conserve ammo. And as he's counting them off on his fingers, he comes to the last one. Never, ever cut a deal with a dragon. And that's the one she broke. Baza sort of looks at him. Sort of squints a little bit. Wait, she she dealt with a dragon? Yes. So just out of curiosity, why should you never deal with a dragon? He's going to get up, grab another beer. And then he's going to turn around lean a little bit on the table. I mean, we've all we've all heard horror stories and the like, but there'll be a satisfying psh as he opens his beer and takes a drink and puts it on the table. They don't think like we do. They do not value our lives. Their plans will take decades to come to fruition and they will use us as no more than simple pawns in a chess game we don't even know that we're involved in. That's fair. I feel like I've met some corp execs who've kind of acted the same way, though. But you know what that exec wants. Yeah, I suppose that's true. 
can never really tell with a dragon. I don't imagine that you're going to tell us anything more about what happened, but i got to say you got my curiosity peaked. It's several years ago, and I'll come back over and sit back down. I try not to think about it too much. It's one of those things that if you don't remember and somebody comes to ask, you don't have to lie to them. But I remember finding out the entire team's reputation took a hit because everybody in the shadows knows not to trust them. It was around the time I decided that I needed out. A few jobs later, I was out setting up here. Not her. She rode the high from those jobs for a little while before she set up her own stake in these dark places. And he'll look around at you guys. And now she's paying us to do jobs. I mean, it's, uh, you don't trust her. Should we trust her? Trust is a funny thing. Not that funny. I wouldn't work with her, but working for her is different. You didn't have a lot of choice in the moment. No, we didn't. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, I don't know where we'd be right now. But I'm also kind of getting the impression that we should uh, quit while we're ahead. Am I reading that right? There were a lot of other things that compounded to make me want to get out. He'll do the beer can finger point at Boz. You met one of them. I remember. This was just the final straw. So, this might be a silly question, but what's the definition of a deal with a dragon? Because I remember in, when I was a kid, my parents voted for Dunkles on. Is that, is that a deal? Are they in trouble too? He's just gonna laugh. <laughs> oh, man. No. No, your parents are fine. Okay, good. He's just gonna shake his head. Just, mm. Joe, if she betrayed the team, why didn't you guys just kill her? She didn't betray the team. We still did the job. She broke her code. She broke the rules. Semantics, as Boz says. Maybe she used gel rounds? <laughs> we didn't find out for a little while after. There was a lot of chaos back then. Still, though, when you found out, why didn't you just take care of her then? Instead of letting her get to the date she is, the power she has, doing Lord knows what now with whoever. He'll look at you, Mary Sue. Because holding grudges only digs extra graves. You hear that, RC? Yep. I think you have to forgive Howard. Nope. Uh, we toasted to that. What? To Howard's untimely demise, was it? Yeah, we toasted. It's, we all, it's already to, signed yeah, and sealed. You're right. It's, yeah. too, it's too late for Howard. I, too late. I don't, know yeah. what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. He goes down, the world gets a little lighter. He's an elf, so he doesn't look away very much. It's more of a metaphor, boss. Besides, if we did go after her, who's to say we wouldn't upset the dragon in the first place? So, she has a dragon protecting her? I don't know. I don't know if she still deals with the dragon or not. Which dragon was it? Rubia. Rubia? That's a pretty name. It is kind of nice, isn't it? She can't be that mean. 
That depends upon what you mean by mean. She is a dragon. Are you mean to your comlink? Are you mean to your baking pans? Are you mean to your soy calf machine? What? No. He's saying that dragons don't look at meta humanity the same. Oh, we're tools. There you go. This dragon's here in Seattle. He's going to point off into the distance. Just over in Redmond. Wait, it's like here? This dragon is like around? Yes. Fantastic. It's so sad that Mary Sue won't remember any of this conversation tomorrow. Chuck has cyber eyes and cyber ears, so he's good. <laughs> just listen to the recording later. He's just going to have to stabilize it. <laughs> Look, let's not dwell on these subjects. There's plenty of food left. There's plenty of booze left. I don't think I need to say anymore. And he turns around and starts getting up a plate of food. I join him. I don't feel very well. Buzz leans over, pats Mary Sue on the shoulder, says, you'll be all right. You mentioned that you don't feel very well, and then Scrapper looks over to Michael and just kind of gives him that knowing look. Hey, I'm holding my plate in my hands. I'm not, no, kind of turn my body away from Mary Sue a little bit. And as the party turns to wind down, Scrapper will give Mary Sue a bottle of water because he's got some of them stashed in his little coolers here. The puppies will kind of curl up around Boz's chair wherever she's sitting. Yes! And you guys will just kind of go into talking about more normal stuff for a little while before everybody kind of grid guides home. Or to their coffin motel, as the case may be. God bless grid guide. I don't know if grid guide's going to take her all the way out to the to the boons, as it were. Uh, you can crash at my place. Does Mike have a place? Yes, Mike does. I'm sure you can stay here at Scrapper's place. (laughs) Buzz actually laughs at that. She says, like, I I appreciate it, Mike. Mary Sue, I I appreciate you. But I'm I'm going to curl up in a coffin motel and pass out. Oh, I have to grab a cupcake for Margaret. She'll take one of the lemon cupcakes that Chuck made for Margaret. Who's Margaret? My roommate. roommate. Jeez. Who is your roommate? Remember that pixie that we stole that you wouldn't let me keep? What? Welcome back, Craig. This is October 17th, the barbecue part of the barbecue episode. Do we have to bring Craig to the barbecue? Ugh. You know, that's funny. That's what I was thinking about. Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) The shots have been fired. Has Chuck even gotten an invite? 
My honey bunny's sick. Yep, he's not feeling good. Whoa. Jam doesn't have to do two voices. Yes. So I'll, I should probably ask him if he wants me to skip the barbecue and go take care of him. He'll hold up his glass. To many more. To many more. Let's go check on that pig. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we can uh, we can jump ahead. I don't want to use up too much of the time. Sure. Mary Sue will be fashionably late. Oh, what a bitch. <laughs> fashionably late to a scrapyard party. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all the things to be late to. <laughs> a 24-pack of what? Hurlg? Hurlg. It's okay. like H-U-R-L-G. It is, it is orc and troll beer. Okay. <laughs> and then see you having another dessert and be nonplussed. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> Chuck is the baker of the group. Literally the only one who bakes. Don't worry, I'm sure it won't be as I, good as I would wait for Chuck to be like not paying attention, like slam the brakes, like dare like for making shit like fly. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened to the devil the deviled eggs. You just you brake checked him and they just didn't survive all that well. Well the thing about deviled eggs is they don't have to survive and they're still delicious. But I, I like I, deviled I, eggs. Okay. I make badass deviled eggs, like seriously. They're so good. Uh, I have not like food sensitivities, but a lot of like food preferences that make me super annoying. There's just like Southern comfort food place nearby, nearby that we go to get them. That's not what makes you annoying. It's one of many things. <laughs> I am very practiced at being annoying. Trust me. Yeah, Chill out, Scrapper. Got some chess pie homemade. Yes. Straight from Mama. I don't know what chess pie is. It's, a, it's like, you, do you have a thing called Google Bamps? Like you can, you can, you can pull up the Googles. It's a chocolate pie. Oh, see, it's like a chocolatey, fudgy, gooey chocolate in between, like a chocolate pie crust. In like five it five. is uh, chess pie is a dessert characteristic of the Southern United States cuisine. It originates in England. Yeah. It has corn. I Google it. That's a. That's not the chocolate one. It's like top chocolate chest. All right, that looks. That looks kind of delicious. I mean, I'm a sucker for anything chocolate, but hey. Yeah. Sorry for distracting. <laughs> I, I mean, like fuck up the thing. Like we're busy right now. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, it's not, like, it's not like I could. It's not like I've been googling the entire time. No, I've been. Uh, I'm totally. There's all kinds of people that, you know, I don't want their work day to stop because they're like, oh, shit, hold on, i got to Google what the fuck a chess pie is. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I brought some collard greens. How about that? I actually love collard greens. There we go, it's my weird, man. It's a weird thing to love up here. but Especially considering you're from upper here, like even more up mm, than that. Yeah. Weirdo. They're just good, man. Doing just a little, just a little bit of vinegar. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, you understand. Mary Sue has never pet these animals. She doesn't go near them. No, it's because she's mean. No, it's because she's afraid of them. They oh. breathe fire. They don't they breathe do. fire. Uh, they do shoot fire. <laughs> <laughs> they don't breathe. Anyway, um, they're guard dogs, but they're not like awful guard dogs. So chomper sick balls. What? You never seen the Sandlot? Uh, apparently not. What was your childhood like? I'm sorry. Well, we don't have time to Google it, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just have to cut that, and you'll have to watch the Sandlot on your own time. Yep. Do you like that more than the pie? 
Mama never rolled. It's true. Mama never rolled. You, how many dice of being a baker do you think Mama has? I'm trying to think. One moment. I have, I have no clue. Let's go with let's go with nineteen. That sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> with as old as she is and the backstory recipes, I would have no doubt on that. Yeah, eighteen <laughs> dice and as much edge as a straight razor. This is literally all she's done her entire life is bake bread. Just baking and racism. Just, that's it. Just, <laughs> but if she knew that you were bringing it to a bunch of filthy other people, you think she would have put as much love in it? I wouldn't have told her. <laughs> Just lie to mama about where you go. Yes. It's um, built on a strong a foundation of, of lies and deception, and it just grows stronger every year like an oak. <laughs> Uh, I'd be happy to give you like 12 or 14 dice for Mama's Bacon. Meanwhile, Chuck has a whole nine. Yeah, well, you also went with coffee. Coffee flavor is, is good, and I'm you sure. You also aren't as old as Mama. It's true. True, true. One moment. Mama has the grandma's experience where she doesn't. Alright, so we're gonna roll. I'll tell you what, I'll, I, I, keep it fair, I'll roll nine dice along with Chuck. Maybe it was an off day. Okay. And what did he roll? Like, like all sixes or some shit? I rolled really well. See, Mama didn't have to split all of her free charging points to get some shotgun ability, you know? She and does have some, though. <laughs> how much edge does Mama have? Is she an edge whore? Damn. She's a human, well, so she must have one. Well, she has Richard as a son, so how lucky do you think she is? Aww. That's true. That's true. The negative two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't see that from here. How many hits did you get? I got three. What do they look like, Michael? I'm going to interrupt for a second okay. to remind everybody that Richard has a phobia of spiders. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. No, oh. Sue would be enthralled. She would want to know, like, what did they look like? Oh, I just <laughs> wanted Michael to know so that he would make things Play sound spidery. Yep. Be fucking terrible <laughs> with it. It'll be wonderful. To be fair, spiders are not bugs. They're right, and it's not the same thing. I don't think RC would make that distinguish uh, right now. Irrational fears are irrational. Yep. And you have alcohol in you, so it doesn't yep. matter what you think anymore. They're all just big, leggy beasts. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> um, uh, I think that may have been it. That's the only dumb, logical, doesn't make sense thing that makes sense. Yeah, that's your thirst to me after that brownie. You were thirstier than me after I had that giant brownie. <laughs> right. It's, the, it's Urban Dictionary, got, got the website it. that will help you. I got it. <laughs> it's a party. Try to enjoy it. Says Boz, of all people, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Actually, this would be a good time to, to talk about some of that stuff that we've talked out of character about an awful lot about like Morgana and what the whole situation is. And I don't think like, Mary Sue would bring up what she knows about Scrapper. She'd have to get a lot more drunk. <laughs> she seemed pretty drunk to me. I don't know. Um, Says the alcoholic orc. I didn't, I didn't like, walk off and kiss anybody, you know. She's an orcaholic. Oh. <laughs> Which guy? Which she pointed at Scrapper. She is drunk enough. Holy shit. <laughs> she just needed the right prodding to realize she was drunk enough. Mary Sue will try the hurl because she's heard about it. <laughs> never had an opportunity to have any. Michael's having it. It's okay. 
It is actually a thing in the book, so there. I know, I know it is. I bet you they don't actually tell you much about it, other than it's probably really, like, pungent or something. Because, you know, orcs and trolls and stuff. Oh, crap, I hope I don't have to make a roll against <laughs> it is, Constitution roll. It is a potent alcoholic beverage developed by orcs for orcs. It is a dark, thick ale, the consistency of soup, swimming with hops and nutmeg. Hey, it sounds like an imperial. Like a stout. Yep. I mean, if she's used to drinking whiskey straight, I don't think a, a strong beer is going to... You know, cause problem. Can I have bonus die for for whiskey tolerance? <laughs> yeah, but you generally don't mix those two types of drinks. Shh, it Michael, that's, you're a, not helping. That's, not <laughs> that's the point. Stop. Let's see what the. Let's I see what your dice turn out. I'll I'll drop down the how much stun damage you're about to take. At least you're doing it on like a semi full stomach. Okay. There you go. Like a pro. Uh, <laughs> I got edge to spend too if I want it, but I won't. So go ahead and take like four points of stun damage after a couple of minutes. Does it actually do that? Is that in the rules? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. If you don't have any kind of drug or toxin resistance cyberware involved in the drinking, it does like nine stun damage resisted by body. And nobody thought to be like, hey, don't drink that. It's going to hurt you. Uh, no. It's a train wreck. You kind of just sit by and watch? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is literally poison. <laughs> so is any It's only 40% of my stun track. I'm fine. <laughs> um, Gonna have to sleep that one off. Can you quick refresher on me on what you said? It was a long time ago. Watch your back. Conserve ammo. There was another one. And then never deal with a dragon. Okay. I feel Shoot like Chuck's a, there it is. Wait, I didn't hear Chuck. What'd you say? So it's, um, what were the, shoot, I can't remember the first ones. I'm tired. Um, shoot straight, conserve ammo, watch your back, never deal with a dragon. Yep. Those ones. What? Yeah. <laughs> and we can cut off there. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I think, I think the, the rest of that conversation is sort of a drunken back and forth. That neither of them will fully remember. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to, to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, 
and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else, so...